Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this, and you guys know that I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of both of these, actually. I mean, it's it's interesting, like, you know, when I when I talk to you about the program, I say there are three components, right? The mindset is at the peak. It is the pinnacle. It is the most important. Healing the mood disorder above all. And then training and nutrition, of course, because those support the mindset, not because you want to lose the 15 pounds, you want to do the CrossFit, you want to get stronger, whatever, right? So the mindset is everything. Vision boards, right? Raise your hand if you have a vision board. And this is a trick question for all my OGs because you've definitely been given homework to make a vision board, okay? The reason that vision boards are so important, albeit cliche, is because the more something is staring you in the face, the more likely you are to want it. The more likely you are to go after it, the more likely the image is literally burned into your brain. Therefore, the more motivated you become by it. And You guys know that I hate the word motivation. I do love discipline and willpower, but the truth is you do need a quick hit. Why? Because we've discussed it before. Think cavemen times, right? If they were going out hunting, pardon me, and they had no idea where the nearest animal was, they would have to look for little visual markers and tracks to indicate that the tiger, the lion, the deer, the elk, whatever was close by. That's how our brains still work. Obviously, we don't hunt for our food, but we hunt for happiness and the the car that we want, the house we want to live in, the partner we want to marry, right? So our brain needs pictures to keep us going. That's how we process. So by putting pictures in front of you and then subsequently storing them in our mind, we are setting ourselves up for success to find those things because our brain will sniff it out like a little hunting dog. The reticular activating system. This is why visualization is important because of the reticular activating system. Katie and I were talking about what house we wanted to put on our vision board when we made them, uh, I think it was back in January of this year, right? She put a very realistic looking house, albeit a gorgeous one. Like, don't get me wrong, but I told her that realistic is too easy because if it's realistic, it's attainable and our brain doesn't get excited by wanting to go after it. Think of it as moving laterally in your job, right? You apply anyway because it's new and available, but it's not what you actually want. You want the job that has manager, supervisor, director, president before or after it, right? You want to dream big. If I picture a 2,400, three bed, two and a half bath. Again, it's not like the universe is going to put that in front of my lap. Like it's not going to, like, I'm not going to win the lottery and get that house, but check on the left-hand side, your obsessions become your possessions. If I obsess over this house and I make it so important and I make it a cornerstone of my brain's processing system, then inevitably I will start attracting the people, the networks, and the opportunities 
that will support that goal, right? I might get a corporate wellness account where I go into what like Raymond James Financial or Schwab Financial and I get access to like a hundred financial advisors at one time to personal train, right? So that's why it is so important to shoot for the moon. It's why it's important to visualize it, right? It's why it's important to activate those bundle of nerves at your brainstem. Or said or thought, bad things come in threes. Guess what you're doing? You're activating the same area of your brain to literally look for that third thing that's going wrong in your life when two already have. It is not the universe conspiring against you. It is not shitty luck. It is your focus on that third thing, right? Because it's not, the universe doesn't quite understand words like don't and can't. It understands verbs. So I had a client the other day in their check-in under the three goals. They said, don't worry about what's going to happen at work today. Okay. (laughs) What the universe hears is worry about what's going to happen at work today. Because it doesn't understand don't. It said, huh, this person is focusing on worrying. I guess they really, pardon me. I guess they really want that thing to come into their life. Guess we'll give it to them. And then guess what happens? The person inevitably ends up worrying, stressing, and getting anxious over work. Okay. Can I say something on that? Yes. Yes, of course. Totally agree. Because with what I do for work for massage therapy, I've always been taught to, when I massage somebody afterwards, never be, never tell them, hey, you're going to feel sore after this because what you just did was give them homework to go home and be sore and they will be sore. But it's all about the words that you choose where it's like, hey, you may feel some soreness. You may not, you know, um, if you do, it should go away in a day, you know, like, and that word is so much different to their brain where they don't get sore after. It's so interesting. Love that. Thank you for sharing. Perfect example. Perfect example. Yep. So let's continue on to visualization. Uh, We've spoken before about imagined versus real in terms of anxiety, right? Um, It's again, an evolutionary process. Our brains, uh, if, if we think of bears chasing us or when we thought of bears chasing us, it uh, it released a certain um, type of chemical in our body that affected our bodies, right? Heart rate, clammy hands, uh, no appetite or all the appetite, um, anxious thoughts. If I say April 15th to the majority of people in America, that same thing is going to happen. For those who are not familiar, Kat, it's tax deadline day. It's the day that you have to have your taxes completed from the prior calendar year. It Our minds can treat visualized experiences and real experiences the same, right? It's why we wake up from such a vivid dream and we're like, holy crap, right? It's why often we'll get upset at significant others when they cheat on us in our dreams because they are so real, right? This effect is so profound that visualization has been scientifically proven to enhance motor skills. Crazy, amazing experiment. Also, you know, very relevant to March Madness. But um, this this experiment, because basketball is close to my heart, is what convinced me to start visualizing a lot more. So I believe 
it was done in like the mid 2000s or early 2000s. Anyway, they had three groups of of basketball players, like people who actually played basketball, not non-athletic and normal individuals. Okay. The first group had practiced free throws every day for an hour. Okay. So Steph Curry at the line practicing free throws. Cool, cool, cool. The second group visualized themselves making free throws for an hour. The third group did nothing. Yep. So no practice of basketball going about their day. Well, at least they couldn't get worse, right? After 30 days, he tested all three groups again. The first group improved their free throw shooting percentage by 24%. The second group improved their free throw shooting 23%. And that's without touching a basketball for a month. The third group obviously did not improve at all. There is a 1% difference between those who did the thing and those who visualize doing the thing. So when it comes to your workouts, when it comes to asking for a raise, when it comes to a job interview, when it comes to a first date, rehearse, practice, visualize, shoot your shot in your head, and you will have an exceptional chance of improving. What matters most is how you see yourself. The process of visualization can also help you tune your self-image to see yourself capable of doing, being, and having more. Your mind, again, doesn't know the difference like this little kitty between something happening in the real world and something happening in your mind. It's why we get anxious thinking about the future, but it's also why we get butterflies and dopamine when we hear we're getting a raise when the contract on the new house goes through, when we go on a date, right? The hormones flood our brain based on the inputs the brain is getting. It is a brilliant system. Brilliant, right? Because again, the dopamine is what keeps us going on our way to reaching the goal, right? It's not always the the reaching of the goal where we get that crazy adrenaline spike. It's the chase. All right, journaling. Why is journaling important? I don't want to belabor this point because you guys already know how important it is. But one of the reasons is called the Zygernik effect. You want to journal about things you want because when you start to dream bigger, your brain sees this as an unfinished task. And the the Zygernik effect is how your brain feels when it has an unclosed loop, right? If you've ever struggled with anxiety, specifically around friendships or relationships, you might be someone who always wants closure, right? If something didn't end well between you and a partner or you and a best friend, you don't like the fact that you are the last person to send a text message and you dumped your heart into it and now you're just kind of like waiting for those three blue dots on your iPhone to appear, That's the Zygernik effect at work. Your brain hates open loops. Basically, our brains can't help but torture ourselves by recalling things over and over and over again. Our brains can't let something go until it's done. So use this to your advantage. Rather than letting those thoughts be intrusive, we can use them to our benefit. Okay, four ways. Number one, Reduce your tendency to procrastinate. If your brain can't shut off because you haven't done the task, then just do the task. 
Get it done when you say you're going to get it done. Number two, get people to pay more attention to what you're saying. Create a sense of urgency because when people hear urgency, then they have to close the loop in their mind. Number three, it'll help you memorize more information by writing things down specifically, not the Zygernick effect. Writing things down helps you memorize better. And also, it'll help you get better with remembering people's names, right? Because your brain doesn't want to lose that information when they're still in the room, right? If you're at a cocktail party, a birthday party, or wherever you're hanging out. Journaling about things you don't want. Okay, so this is this is a tough one for me to come to terms with because in my head, I'm like, wait, again, I just said that if you say something out loud to the universe, it's going to bring more of it into you. However, here we go. I'm going to rely on science for this one. In a 2006 study, nearly 100 young adults were asked to spend 15 minutes journaling or drawing about a stressful event or writing their plans for the day, which is also something that I encourage you guys to do, right? Like plan your days the night before so that you're not stressed and overwhelmed. Okay. The people who journaled, the young adults who journaled saw the biggest reduction in symptoms like depression, anxiety, and hostility, especially if they were distressed to begin with, right? This is true even though 80% of them had rarely journaled and only 61% of them were comfortable journaling. Some of you might resonate with that statistic a little bit more, right? It's uncomfortable to journal. I don't like it. I don't want to write it down. But one of my clients like two years ago said the best phrase ever. And it's, if you can name it, you can tame it. When those thoughts of anxiety, depression, hostility, whatever you're going through are swirling around and we can't give them a name, we only end up getting more anxious. But when we can identify them and funnel and filter them out of our head and into the paper, we have control over it now. Love this quote too. Names have power. In certain cultures, just speaking a man's name gives you mastery over him. So you can disclose emotions rather than stuffing them down, which we know is harmful harmful to both our physical and our mental health, right? So many of us have a secret pain or shame that we maybe haven't shared with others swarming around in our brains, right? And that's one of the reasons that we're sick. We have dis-ease right? Disease is dis, we are not at ease in here. Through writing, our pain gets translated into this black and white text that almost, I don't want to say diminishes it, right? Because your pain is your pain and you're entitled to it, but it makes it so much more manageable because when it's in your brain, your brain is infinite. But when it's on paper, there are only so many words we can use to describe it, right? So if I get them out of my out on the page and I clear the mental decks, it sets the rest of my day or my sleep up to be productive and more relaxed. So as always, giving you guys homework. Where do we start? Okay. With journaling. Okay. Let's talk about your social life. Totally cool. There's a lot of stuff happening in 2023 all around the world. How is your social world changing? How does that make you feel and how are you handling it? Another prompt could be work and money. How are you currently feeling about your financial situation? How has your job changed? 
And what are you going to do about it, right? We always want to end on that, hey, universe, that isn't what I wanted. Let me tell you what I'm actually looking for. And then finally, we can journal about uncertainty. If you have a good idea about where your anxiety and sense of uncertainty comes from, write it down. This situation made me anxious. And again, most importantly, how can you cope with it? And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.